With Hashem's great assistance, you're listening to the Daily Daf, Sota, Daf Yud Gimel, page 13. We're going to back up a drop to Yubez and Mabez on the bottom. The says, That Miriam, the prophetess, the sister of Aaron. Now the Gemara asks, Moshe, What, she was the sister of Aaron and not the sister of Moshe? Amarav Amram, Amarav. Rav Amram said in the name of Rav. There are those who say Rav Nachman said in the name of Rav. There was a nevua, a prophecy that she said when she was only the sister of Aaron. She said, My mother is going to give birth to a child who is going to save the people of Israel. When Moshe Rabbeinu was born, the house was filled with light. So her father stood up and, she, and he kissed her on her head. He said, my daughter, your prophecy has been fulfilled. When they put the baby Moshe into the river, her father got up and slapped her across the head. And he said, My daughter, where is your prophecy? And that's why the verse says, She stood aside, his sister, from, from a distance, to see what's going to be with him. This means she wanted to see what's going to be the end with her prophecy, if indeed her prophecy was true. Now, two dots. Yosef, Zacha, Vachule, etc. Yosef, he merited, etc. Why originally, when the verse is talking about them going up from Egypt to bury Yaakov, first it says that Yosef went up to bury his father, and who went with him? The, all of the servants of Paro, Vigoymer, etc. Vahadar, and then it says, And then all of the house of Yosef and his brothers and the house of his father. So first it puts the servants of Paro, and then it talks about the children and the rest of the people of Israel. So that's the, that's the first version. And then on, on the Basayif, in the end, when they're coming back down to Egypt, Yosef returned Mitzrayma, he and his brothers, and then it says, then it says all those who came up to bury his father with him. Why does it switch the order, the placement of those who came along with Yosef from the house of Paro? and uh, those who came along from the house of Yaakov. Why does it switch their placement? So the Gemara answers, Originally, when they hadn't seen yet the honor of the people of Israel, so they didn't give them proper honor. In the end, when they did see the honor that everyone else afforded the people of Israel, that's when they showed them honor. So the first time, they walked in front of them, all the servants of Paro. And in the end, they walked behind them, allowing them to go first, because they had already seen their honor. As the verse says, They came to this place called Gurin Ha'atad, which literally means... Uh, the granary of the thorns. The Gemara asks, Do thorns have a granary? This teaches us that they surrounded the casket of Yaakov with crowns. Like a granary that's surrounded by a wall of thorns. What's the story? What happened? The children of Esau, the children of Yishmael, the children of Keturah came. Tana, we learned, Kulam Lamalchamabo, they originally came to wage war. Once they saw the crown of Yosef hanging from the casket of Yaakov, not Lukulan Kisraim, they all took their crowns, Yaakov, and they hung them upon the Aron, the casket of Yaakov. Now the Gemara continues, Tana, Shloishim Vishishaksarm, Nitlubarunishal Yaakov. We learned that there are thirty six crowns that were hung upon the casket of Yaakov. 
The Pasuk continues, they had a great eulogy there. The Kavid Ma'oid was very heavy. Tana, we learned, even the horses and even the mules were involved in the mourning. When they got there to the place where the burial was, Esav came. He was trying to stop it. He said to them, This place is called Mamre Kiryas Ha'arba, the place of the four, which is reference to Hebron. Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak says, Kiryas Ha'arba, what does it mean, the, the four? Arba Zugois Hayu. There were four pairs there, Adam Vachava. The first man and his wife, Avraham Vesara, Abraham and Sarah, Yitzchak Verivka, Yaakov Valeya. Now, Iukavra Lalea Vidide. So Esav said to them that he, Yaakov, used up his burial spot already. Bahidapayish, the one that was left over, Didihu, it's my spot. Amrulay, so they said back to him, Zvinta, you sold it, you sold it to Yaakov. Amrulahu Nehid Zvina Bechirusa. It's true that I sold, said Esav. It's true that I sold my firstborn rights, Pshitusa Mizvini, but there are still of the regular rights of a non-firstborn, so I have rights to that spot. Amrulei in. So they said to him, Yes, you did sell it to Yaakov. Dechsiv, as the verse says, Bekivri Karisili. Yaakov was telling Yosef that he buried Leah in the burial spot that he had bought. Karisili here means that he bought. As we're about to see, Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Rabbi Shimon Yotzadok, in Kira Alalashan Mechira, whenever you have the word Kira, it's a language of selling. Because that's how they use the word Kira in the towns near the sea. Omar Lahusa, he said to them, Esav said back to them, Havuli Igrisa, bring me the proof, bring me that star, that document that says that I sold it. Omar Igrisa, but the Iron he. Oh no, he left it in Egypt. Uman Nezel, who's going to go? Nezel Naftali, the Kalil. He's the one that's quick. Let Naftali go. Ki ayalta, like a row. Dechsev, as the verse says, Naftali ayala shlucha. He's like a row that's sent out. Hanoisin imre shefer, who says beautiful words. Amr b'avo, altikre imre shefer, ele imre sefer. Don't read it imre shefer, but rather the words of the book, because he was the one that was going to get the book, i.e. the document that stated that Yaakov Avinu had bought, indeed, this piece of land from, from Esav. Now, Chushim braid Dan, Chushim, the son of Dan, Taman Hava, he was there. V'yekiran lei, Udnei. He couldn't hear anything, his ears didn't work. Amar lehu, my hai. So he's looking around, he's seeing what's going on, he says, what's going on? Ramulei, so they told him, Kama Akiv, Esav is stopping the whole business. Hai, de'osi Naftali ma'ar de Mitzrayim. We have to wait until Naftali comes back from Egypt. Amar lehu, so Chushim said, de'osi Naftali ma'ar de Mitzrayim, avi abba mutal bebuzayin. Until he, Naftali comes back from Egypt, my, my grandfather is going to be left in disgrace. Shakal kulfa So he took a stick and he banged him over the head. Natran ene, his eyes popped up. Vnaflua de Yaakov and fell onto the legs of Yaakov. Paschinu Yaakov leene. Yaakov opened his eyes. Vachich and he smiled. And that's why the verse says, Yismach tzadik, let the righteous one rejoice, ki for he has seen revenge. His steps, his feet meaning, will be washed with the blood of the evil one. Now, at that time, was fulfilled the prophecy of Rivka. As the verse says, Why should you both of you die on the same day? So clearly Rivka knew that they would both die on the same day. Even though they didn't actually die on the same day, nevertheless, they were both buried on the same day. Now the Gemara asks, If Yosef had not dealt with the burial of Yaakov Avinu, it seems to imply well, all that we're saying until now is that Yosef was the one who was dealing with it. And the, the brothers wouldn't have dealt with it if not for Yosef. The verse says, The sons carried him to the land of Canaan. You see that they were involved. 
So Amru, so we understand what's the understanding of this? They said, let Yosef be the main person in charge, because it's more of a covet, it's more of an honor for our, our dead father Yaakov, that a king should be involved with it, like Yosef, rather than regular people like us. Now, the Gemara continues, Who is greater than Yosef, etc.? We learned in a brisa. Let us see how dear mitzvahs are to Moshe Rabbeinu. Everyone, all of the people of Israel were involved in taking the money away from the Egyptians. He's involved in the mitzvah of taking the bones of Yosef. As the verse says, Someone who's wise of heart, he, he grabs onto the mitzvahs, etc. So now the Gemara wants to know, how did Yosef, I'm sorry, how did Moshe Rabbeinu know where Yosef was buried? So they said that Serach, the daughter of Asher, was still alive from that generation. She had lived a long life because she had received a special blessing from Yaakov when she told him that Yosef was still alive. So, Moshe went to her, Omar Allah, he said to her, Klum at yadas Yosef cover. Do you by any chance know where Yosef is buried? Omar Allah, Ern shel mateches asuloi mitzrayim. The Egyptians made a casket out of metal, the kavuhu benilos, and they put it down into the Nile, Hanahar, the river, kedeshiz baruchu memov, in order that the waters should always be blessed. Halach Moshe, ve'omar al-svaz nilos. So Moshe went and he stood on the banks of the Nile River. Omar Allah, so he said, Yosef, Yosef, he called out Yosef's name. The time has come that Hashem has promised that He would redeem us. Now came the time for the swear that you made the people of Israel swear. If you show yourself, then good. And if not, if you don't come up, so then we're free from the swear that you made us swear to bring out your bones. Right away. The casket of Yosef rose to the top of the water. And don't be in a state of wonder as to how is it possible that iron is going to float. We find the verse says, So this piece of metal fell into the water, etc. And so this, so one of the prophets says, It was barred, what should I do? So the man of God said, Where did it fall? It's short in the place. So he took a piece of wood, he sent it over there, so there was a miracle that Elisha did, that he made this piece of iron float to the top. So it's a kalvachomer, it's certainly true. Just like we find that Elisha, who was a student of Eliyahu, and Eliyahu was a student of Moshe, so for Elisha, the iron was able to float. So certainly for Moshe Rabbeinu himself, the iron can float. Rabbi Nassan Aymer, Rabbi Nassan has a different shot as to where Yosef was buried. He was buried in a special burial plot for the kings. Moshe, so Moshe went, so he went to this burial plot of the kings. Omar, so he said, Yosef, the time has come that Hashem has promised us that He's going to redeem us. It's time to fulfill the swear that you made us swear. If you show yourself great, if not, so we're free from your swear. At that moment, so the casket of Yosef shook. 
Natlai Moshe, Moshe took it, and he brought it with him. The whole time that the people of Israel were in the desert, there were two caskets, or two boxes, these two. One of them was Yosef's dead body. The other one was the box, the Aron HaKodesh, with the Kruvim on top of it that contained the Luchos. Mahalchin Zemze, they would go with each other, Vahyu Ovrim Vishavan Arim, whoever they would pass would say, Mativan Shalshneo Ronos, Halalu, what is the nature of these two boxes? Amru, so they would say, Echad Shalmeis, Echad Shalshchina, they would say, one of them is for the dead body of Yosef, and one of them is, is belongs to the Shechina, the divine presence. Vichima Darka Shalmeis, Meis Lahalech Ema Shechina. What's the, why is it the way of a dead person to be walking along with where the Shechina is? Amru, so they answer, turn the page, Gimelama Beis.